0: Dearest humans of the Just Being Human podcast listeners, um, Kelly and I got disconnected, so we are going to reconnect after this little interlude here. And let me tell you that things get even juicier. We delve more deeper into past lives and many other topics. I did have to make a few more edits, so there might be a little bit of inner mezzo music (laughs) in between the edits and i hope you enjoy
1: hello hello hey Hey.
0: kelly i think that you and i are gonna have to co-host this um podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we just like
0: scratched the
1: surface
0: I know we have so much to talk about.
1: Um, <laughs> we have
0: so much to talk about. Oh, so you ended when we got disconnected. You um, ended by talking about how. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Something I had it all written down. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. So you, So we are it in could- this mess the diabetics, we lost connection with each other.. Uh-huh. We see each, everybody as being separate, right? And so when we're talking about how we're in a racial hierarchical caste system and we're watching all these systems crumble, maybe it's so that we are being birthed into a system that integrates both the feminine and the masculine.
1: That's what I think. That is exactly what I think. That's exactly what I think.
0: Like we're going to bring back where we're not going to be like all tribal, but we're going to have the merge, the knowings or the understanding, which I think modern day is just trying to understand the cosmos and how the earth works and the inner knowledge and the connection with each other.
1: Yeah, but like how it feels like that's going to be a long process, (laughs) (laughs)
0: right? I don't know how long it's going to be. I have a feeling what's happening right now and why uh, and what we're being asked to do is that we're bringing forth these remembrance from old times so that in the next lifetime we
1: start to build Mm. the new paradigm yeah but I don't know I feel in this life mm, that I am so tired of coming back you're getting it yes that's where I'm at that's- seriously like I'm to the point where I'm like I don't care what I have to say or do I don't want to do this shit anymore like it's not and listen to this shit. I love that you get this because I, I'm screaming at the moon
0: at Glade <laughs> Road in the middle of the night. Like, I don't care that you want me to do something. I want to stop it. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. And why do I keep on coming back? Yes. And like, and it's I want this to be my last life. You better listen to me.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's joyful and pleasurable too. Like it's all of that, but that duality is where the pain is. Right. And in the unity is where the love is. And when we're in this human form, we just swing back and forth for the most part. And I'm like, I want all, I just want to burn it all. I want to burn all that karma because I just <laughs> want to stay in love. I just want to stay in love and I had a dream when I was a little girl and I kept thinking about it. Like it was a dream that never left me. And to this day, it's so powerful. And it was just the sky, you know, and it was blue and there were clouds. And then all of a sudden this, I could see this stop sign coming and it was like approaching and approaching. And then all of a sudden it was there and then in front of me, and then it just kept going. And then here comes another one. And then it was like that barrage of never ending stop signs. And it was like terrible, right? Cause it just wouldn't stop. Cause I knew, I knew as a child that I was trapped coming back again and again and again, doing the same routine and something that you had said too about the families that we were born to, because the thing is, is we have soul contracts with all of these people, right? I don't get that. I don't.
0: I don't
1: buy into that. Well, I don't know. I feel like we do. I feel like until one of us wakes up, we're doomed to be in that ignorance. Right. And so, so many of us are waking up right now, but it's like, what are we doing with that? Especially with our family, because we have so much hate in our hearts right now, really with the world, Uh but we target it on the ones that we love because, (laughs) because of our trauma but okay. what's our trauma? Our karma. <laughs> so you know, it's like that. Oh,
0: bringing it back to the karma. You were what you were saying is like, when are we going to all realize that? So somebody posted the other day. Uh, my friend Angela, she lives in Floyd, Virginia, and she posted like I think it might have been a meme or something like that, saying something to the ends of like intergenerate, and then I I wrote well we quite literally have lived like our, like oh. our past life, like our our family's trauma
1: yes exactly and what i think is so hard right now for so many of us that are awake with uh-huh. children okay check this out like we are a lot of us in this predicament of reparenting ourselves through all of our traumas, right? Which I'm not putting any blame on anybody, right? That's again, part of the human experience, right? But we're, we are, we are awake enough to the knowledge that we know I have to reparent all of those traumatized parts of myself, my that little girl, right? Because I'm the only one in charge of, of, of healing her. And at the same time, I'm trying to Parent, my parents, because they're listening, right? They're listening, but they're not. You know, our parents aren't of the generation; they can't hear things the same way that we do. Their experiences were different. They were our parents karmically. There are parents karmically for a reason too, right? Like I say, I'm really not trying to. There's no blame ever placed. It's all divine. That's why I say we need to we need to heal these relationships with our families. They're not gonna be easy. Especially after what's happened these last several years, but we have things to share with one another. I really think that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. You might be able to convince me otherwise. I'm going to convince you otherwise. <laughs> um, well, but I, then, I you know the I... last part of that is that we also <laughs> have to parent our kids, right? So we're parenting, re-parenting ourselves, parenting our parents, and then parenting our kids. So it's like we're in this like cycle of just exhaustive parenting.
0: It's really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So why should we just tell them to like, go away and never come back?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't spoken, so I've gone through many speaking to my family. My mother disowned me when I was 22. Wow. Um, Two and, siblings? Yeah, I have three siblings. yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I had a father. Uh, <laughs> or my uh-huh. father's dead now. But he's still around. He talks to me a lot through music and huh. different things.
1: Are you more connected with him now than you were when he was here?
0: Yeah, I just think he was. Um, we all, our, all the focus was on my mother. Uh huh.
1: Um,
0: just focused on my mother. All the, like my mom, like everything just revolved around her. Um. So, but yeah. So my and so I've you know my greatest regret, you know, is uh-huh. um, crawling back and being a part of the family. And even when mm-hmm. I, try- I asked permission to come back, mm-hmm. my mother still didn't really speak or acknowledge me for a year and a half,
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe longer. Um, and as a child, I was um, given the silent treatment and I would have to apologize um, to her each time she got angry. And my dad would come ask me to go downstairs and apologize to her and tell me he knew it wasn't my fault.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: needed to make peace.
1: So, see, so here's the, the deal, though. Um, I think that the soul contracts, like, they're all different, right? Like, you're filling your soul. Like, you you know that, right? You know that. I know
0: my, I know, I know. And so I then I spent, like, 20 years like you know trying to be a part of the family trying to fit in trying to do yeah. stuff and like um, it was killing me and um, I think I my road like when I told you the reason why I wanted to talk to you is and more difficult because we have we are there are many different trains that we can take in life many different possibilities they all get us to eventually the same destination some Routes were more pretty than others.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and we're, mm-hmm.
0: we're given these different choices. And I've chosen a, uh, a train route that um, has a lot of windy roads, cliffs, steep mountainous journeys, dirt roads, gravel and mud through wildfire. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear all
0: that. And to make it work. And my job in this lifetime, and why I'm having such a hard time, is because I'm I keep on trying to change myself, right, to be okay for other people to take in. Right, I'm not being as big as I am, and as powerful as I am, um, and as powerful as I have been in my past lifetimes um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um totally that and so my my job in this lifetime and this is what I'm having a hard time doing because actually like it's possible that I could end up homeless actually in probably about six weeks because I'm running out of money and I can't like my yoga to nourish your inner witch that I created I was supposed to make that happen and keep on going I was supposed to make that like a whole thing and travel and do it and um, teach other women how to free themselves. Because actually, the Yoga Chanur Shuner, which is a um, somatic release, it's a shaman. And so there's singing, and there's dancing, and there's emoting, and then there's following the moon and the cosmos. And um, people were having out of body experiences um, when I teach. And people were healing parts of themselves. And going to the past life, oh, this is so complicated. Like, this healing thing is so complicated on so many levels. There's the chakra level, and then also the healing from the past life. hmm And um, I know my past, I know a lot of my past lives
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I actually know who my soulmate is in real life and they know also. And it was timeline for us to be together, but they made a choice to choose someone else. And I didn't realize at that time that we were connected through many lifetimes going Mm -hmm. back to when we started as wolves together
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so when that relationship ended that broke me Mm -hmm. and it didn't make sense why it broke me because it didn't it wasn't like um, we weren't partners you know we weren't you know we were you know quote unquote casually having sex but then like they were having out of body experiences when we were intimate and you know then there's a huge age gap I didn't find out until over winter break over winter um, that that was the reason why I, I mean I totally crumbled um among other things, I had other, a lot of other stuff going on, too. Chronic conditions and whatnot because of my suppressed, authentic self. Really, it's our suppressed, authentic self, which is causing all these mental, emotional, and physical problems.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're not
0: source. We're not doing what we were put here on Earth to do. Each one of us is born with a gift. We're each born with a gift to bring to this Earth. And I was born with a gift. To help people process trauma, and not just one person at a time. Um, I'm supposed to be helping like hundreds and thousands of people at a time. Um, it's a hard pill to swallow, and I, you know, I was working on someone last summer, and um, I was working on I was working at a at a booth. For the place I was working, we're giving like five, ten-minute massages to people, and out of the crowd, and this is how my life is. This woman comes in, she's like, "You on the table?" And I'm like, turned to my coworker, and I'm like, "This is my life. I'm sorry." So, I get on the table, and there's like a lot of people waiting for massages. She puts her hand on my back, and electricity just shoots throughout my whole back, and I was like, Fuck. "Like this is gonna go down." Uh get up off the table people are like waiting and like I want my massage (laughs) Uh and she hits me in my third eye and she says stop thinking and then she hits me in my heart and she says here here your heart she said what are you doing to your life and I was just like She's like, Where are you supposed to be? And what are you doing? I'm like, I'm supposed to be helping 20 year old girls process trauma and step into their power. Yes. And she's like, Well, then do it. Yes. And walks away. <laughs> or she, well, I ended up like getting hurt. Anyways. But yeah, it's just like, Oh my God. Like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. But like, I don't know how to do it anymore. And, Fucking like, it
1: shut the hell up. I don't
0: know how. And Same so then, shit. but yeah. here's, yeah, no, go, for, go give me
1: well it's just that i have been feeling for a while now i'm like it's so weird but i feel like i'm like i really want to work with teenage girls like and i don't like and i wouldn't have ever said to work through trauma to step into their power but that's exactly what it is because i'm watching the thing is is i'm watching teenage girls that have all this trauma that didn't graduate high school, right. Because of the pandemic that maybe never went to the GYN, right. That maybe, right. Like, like the thing is, is we don't understand the ripples of this, of the three years that, you know, the kids' lives changed dramatically and they shove so much trauma into their already traumatized bodies, right? Yeah. That they are hurting so bad now. And I just feel, and I teach yoga, but I don't have a yoga studio, you know? And I work on, I love massage. I love, I love, love, love massage. And I never want to stop working on bodies. But at the same time, I'm like, I've got to figure out how to go from one-on-one to one-on-many without being a yoga studio, right? Because I know where my work is and the time is coming, but it's still not yet. It's like the the shift is, is happening. I, I hear you on all this. Like I know what's coming. I can feel like my, my, my third eye, just like it pulses at times right and my crown just lights up like I can feel what's coming but I don't know how it's going to get here it's not here yet though but it's coming because these girls need help like Mm
0: -hmm. this whole talk about trauma and like
1: they don't get it because all the people are
0: trying to fix trauma or a lot I don't mean Mm -hmm. it like women heal differently and it goes back to what we're talking about with the third chakra it's like we need to be witnessed we need to be heard we need to be taken seriously but if you express any type of emotion it's seen like you're just dismissed. and um the thing that's gonna and i had somebody on my table and um she's come to me a couple of times and you know has a lot of anxiety and different things going on and um and i was like you, I was like, have you, I was like, as a, I was like, have you ever expressed your anger before?
1: <laughs> I
0: was like, have you ever, like, shown how angry you are? Like, no. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm showing her a different things. You put her hands down, and just, like, start screaming, and it's like, ah! and just, mm-hmm. like, ah! and, like, mm. punching, and, like, you know, and, We need to get our fire going. Yeah. We, what we, we need our fire back. And so you talk about like the third chakra, but like once we can ignite, I think the whole thing is focusing on the third and the heart chakra, because once you have an empowered heart, then the rest of the energetic chakra channel is going to flow
1: right so how do you lift people up from because there's so many people are stuck there right it's like one two three one two three one two three i can
0: do it i just need an audience i need i need a fucking miracle like i know like i know my power like i've touched people and i feel the holocaust running through right things and i'm right. pulling that i'm pulling the holocaust out of people i'm pulling rape out of people I am pulling out of people. With... I've put people under training. That's how I know my past lives. Because some girl, some Virginia Tech girl, called me for a massage after a, um, she finished up her last exam. You know, 19-year-old girl who lives in Northern Virginia, who I, she walks through the door. I tell her her whole life for an hour i tell her what's been going on and like that she needs to be herself and she's you know she comes from indian heritage but she's been pretending to be white her whole life talking like all the other white girls in northern virginia going shopping like all the other white girls dressing and you know dancing like them and like she's feeling like she doesn't even know who she is
1: so do you pick up information on everybody that you work on
0: Lately, I haven't been, because I have been um, put under detention, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, I have, no, I mean, it's not true. I had something on my table where I, uh, two weeks ago, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I had put my hand on her neck, and then I got the sensation of being strangled. Wow, And and she's like, yes, I was. And I took that out of her. She's uh, going to grad school um, in Missoula, Montana, and she's walking over a bridge after going out for a drink or whatever with her friends. And someone attacked her, started strangling her. She blacked out. Her friends got to the guy, beat the shit out of him, eventually got put in jail. And he's probably, hopefully still in jail. (sighs) Um, so that girl going, so this is my life okay Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and
0: um, going back to that girl in December and it was like two days before my birthday and um, yeah it's so odd and then her sister had the same moon as me there's also Sagittarius Cancer moon and had the same type of issues with her mom and like um so I put this girl I'm just I give her a massage I start everybody down face down I used mm-hmm. to start face up and I turn face down I, so like so interesting it out. and it's opposite of you now
1: uh-huh. and so uh-huh.
0: I work in the dark and meaning that I keep a. I always wear a like a, a cart hat Cart the car, car? cart right hat is that uh uh-huh. uh car Cart cart heart yeah and so I always wear I always wear that. I started wearing that because I was getting chronic migraines a number of years ago. And so I was, I was like, you had to keep your Shakti in. <laughs> yeah. I had to like, I, I like, yeah, I could only exist with that. And so then, um, so I put that on and all the lights are dim and then I'm working on her and then like all this energy is coming through and my hands are moving. So I'm, I channel. My channel. That's what it happens. I'm not exact, I'm not trained in any sort of energy work at all.
1: What do you do to um, channel? Oh, I'm watching a deer cross the. Oh, you are. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do Before though? Time. Like, are, I don't like...
0: do anything to channel. I just. So I was, I, um, was chronically. I had a chronic condition for a number of years and was unable to read, unable to function. I. Was basically it was chronic fatigue. I had chronic migraines. I had IBS. I couldn't eat. I was underweight by like twenty pounds. I um, couldn't make decisions. I couldn't really do much. I mean, people looked at me and I looked totally normal and fine. And I tried to act as normal and fine as possible. But a lot of times, people talked to me and I didn't even know what they were saying to me. Mm-hmm. The only time that I felt good in my body was um, through. Um, dancing breathing and yoga like Mm -hmm. or like listening to tar rock like i must have listened to tar rock like at least for four hours a day or in nature and
1: our earth
0: um and so i think that through having compounded years of um, being in an altered state um and i had to learn how to i like i learned how to say more like um Because I learned how I could, I taught myself how to be in in deep meditation within like seconds. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And so um, I think that I, through doing that, through that experience, and then through, I ended up going to massage school and having my hands on people. I had Uh a woman walk through the door at, um, in Hendersonville. This is my first, well, my second time. And she walks through the door and she's telling me about all of her family trauma. And she has chronic migraines. She's a hot mess. And I was like, okay. And so I got in the zone. And I had my hands like in a cranial sacral position underneath her, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right at the base of her um, head and her neck between that, that area there.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: all of a sudden, all this energy came up through the earth, moved throughout my entire body and started coming out my hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, um, that was two years ago. And then I had another, um, um, July f- of 2021, um, and something cosmic came down on me. And then I, that started working through my hands and arms and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it just happened,
1: mm-hmm. um, It's so different for all of us.
0: Yeah. How's yours work?
1: Uh, I mean.
0: I know you were trained, but what actually is your thing?
1: You know, I can just feel it. It's like, I just, I can just feel, I can just feel where they're not letting go. You know, I can feel where the blocks are, you know, and I just try. It's like the, the best way that I can describe it is I try, I've, learned a new term lately, um, in Sanskrit, Hridaya. Mm -hmm. Do you know it? No. It's H-R-I-D-H-R-I-D-A-Y-A Hridaya. And it means heart space, you know, and there's this area, you know, our sternum that I just love to massage, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's so much right there and it feels like I am just trying to pull something from underneath the sternum, like in that heart space that lives in the very center of us. I'm trying to pull, it's it's like you were just fucking talking about. It's in between Muladara and Anahata, right? It's right there. And it's like, I just, our whole human life is covering that shit up. And so all that I'm trying to do during my massage is pull it out and expose it, you know, and just pull it out. And, you know, that's where the gold is, but and at the same time, yeah. people don't understand they have the ability to do this healing themselves, right? They do, but we—it's live- a
0: long okay. process of waking it's a, up. It's I a long—it's a long process doing yes. it by yourself.
1: Yes, I hear that. And I hear I think that.
0: Doing it in community and doing it with someone who actually knows what you're doing. And like you know, I walked walked into the switch store earlier um, today in Hendersonville, and somebody wrote this book called healing the witch wound and I was just like so angry because I was like this is bullshit like what she was writing it's not all Mm -hmm. bullshit but like Mm -hmm. she's not getting to the core of it you don't just like soothe your way to healing like no fuck no fuck no right no
1: no that's not what Kali's saying at all you have to recognize that shit You have to recognize it and fucking eat it and integrate it and ask it what it wants. Like you don't push that shit away and give it a bath. You know, (laughs) You know, I
0: love it. How like, and like the whole thing, like the whole spirituality community, it's like everybody just like wants to like, let's just talk about the light and let's just do this. And I'm like, no, women have been for thousands and thousands of years have been shat on and so have not just women. I just speak on women because that's what I'm embodied as right now. I think actually I have always been a woman.
1: That's been my recent ponderings lately is how many of us flip sexes when we come back. So we need to work on each
0: other. Well, yeah, we do need to work on each other. And I think actually having this conversation is really um, helping me tap into it. I'm feeling more empowered by speaking with you yeah, And, you know, I've been hiding and, um, I just don't know, you know, I can't, <laughs> I don't know. I feel really stuck right now. Um, yeah, I yeah. feel really stuck. It's just, I don't have the financial, you know, in, in this world, we need money to make things mm-hmm. happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have that and I need I I need to do my work in order to feel better and feel more empowered
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I need to
0: help others heal and I, when I help others heal it heals me
1: yes yes that's why I do what I do that's what you do you do Right. That's why I do what I do. I I didn't know that at first. You know, that wasn't revealed to me until halfway through the journey, at least.
0: Yeah. I don't know how to get myself back doing work. So right now it's just weird.
1: Well, I love me some Asheville too. So, and I was looking at some David Newman shows at the end of June and um, My life's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculously, but also I'm, I'm blessed, you know, like I'm rooted, really rooted with the kids and the house and the business, but I need my roots as much as I need my leaves this time right? That's the other thing that I'm sure of is my kids are in this process. My husband is in this process. Like we are doing the deal together. The pandemic gave us that gift was, you know, mama started listening to mantra and started meditating right before we all got shut down in the house together. So guess what? Like everybody up in there is lighting incense and getting down with Shiva. So these little kids are so tapped into like, they are so open to all of this, right? They're so open to all of it and like accepting of all of it, you know, (laughs) like they go to church on Sundays with our neighbor, you know, and, and her grandma and they love it, but they also, you know, they love what everything else that we do and they don't see that there's, that's what I love about the opportunity that kids these days have, you know, is that all of those, all of those, everything's really breaking down, you know, like there's no, There's no choice anymore.
0: That's true. Everything you really is breaking down. Yeah. How do you know about your past life? Uh,
1: it was just something that I really wanted to um, explore. Like I just had a deep knowing for, you know, so long. And I think I was afraid. I was so afraid of um, expressing that. And once I did start expressing that, then things just started lining up. You know how it works, right? And so a friend, a good friend of mine, um, a Yogini, she, uh, I hadn't seen her in like a decade and my daughter's just jumping in the car. with me. Um, when we reconnected, I was like, what happened to you? And she had become a hypnotherapist. And so she took me through, um, <clears throat> several sessions that gave me the knowing that I needed, you know, it was like, I needed, so all the books that I've read my whole life, right? They couldn't answer the questions that I can answer myself. And that's what I needed was that gift of those sessions to get that information from myself. Oh, wow. I know. And now I've got the neighbor here too. So this is my life, right? This is my My life. (laughs) I know, like the mom life. Roots, girl, you got roots. You got to put kids to bed and love little girls and do all the things. But, girl, we're gonna be working together somehow, some way in the future. I can feel it. Yeah, we're gonna
0: have to. Um, especially the next topic I want to touch on you with is going in between all these different realms, oh, like yeah. the shifting and changing. Like it's kind of like I like I'll come, you know, I'm walking along at a coffee shop, listening to people talk or. Maybe I'm in session and then I have to like walk out of the room and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm in the survival realm again. And then, or I'm in nature and like communing, like in an intense. Level. And then I have to, go to the car and then people are talking about, I don't know, whatever people talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's so hard. And I totally get it because I go from, three sessions at work to, uh, you know, two two blocks away is work and come oh, yeah. home and it's like oh. clocking into the dish it's pit, like right? And, yeah, it is. It is like clocking into the crazy. And I mean, I'm a hotel restaurant, right? Like, that's what I knew. I was resort industry and it is, it's like flipping back and forth in between these worlds. And that, you know, my, my logo is a tree and it's like, none of this was really that well thought out but it's all in hindsight. It's like, yes, I need both. I need the roots and the leaves, you know, I need all of that. Yeah. So the crazy of the the family, you know, and then the, and then the plugging in, you know, to the, to the love. And that's where I want to go and stay forever and ever and ever. But I can't this lifetime, this lifetime, I've got roots that need, that need that need me, you know, because we, uh, that's one of the things that I discovered through one of my sessions was we, these little humans and I have a lot of soul. We've just done a lot together, you know, i why,
0: why do you think there's soul contracts?
1: I've lost. I know, I know, I know that I've lost my daughter in more than one life, you know, and I am here for her for this whole one, no matter what, like she is the most important like that was made abundantly clear. Wow. Oh yeah, like she <laughs> I'll tell you one quick story and then I've got to go. Okay. Um I believe that she embodies an energy of a very ancient um forgotten goddess. Her name's Aranyani and she was the goddess of the forest. Wow. Yeah, and she, she was the goddess of the forest because she was there. She lived there for a long time. You know, she was, uh, that's just where her spirit had to be because it wasn't time for her to be with me again yet, you know, and the way that we were separated was really, I mean, I can't even tell, I can't even speak of it, right? But we're here to do some work together, you know, so.
0: And that's the other thing too, goddesses and gods used to actually embody people, humans and walk with them on earth. I think they're they
1: are they are starting to come back, girl. <laughs> well,
0: I'm one of them, but you probably exactly. are too.
1: Exactly. Like um, and, and that's the we, whole thing,
0: is like, yes, why I'm tired of this
1: facade.
0: Yes, <laughs> this Facade. Yeah. I'm tired of this thing coming through. Yes.
1: The Maya. Yes. Cut through it. I'm with you, girl. Oh my god. But Right now I'm gonna go. I know you gotta go do the a real life thing. Yeah. Well she broke her arm and um, Oh no go, yeah, this is about a month ago. She got a um a brace today, so we're off out of the cast and we're gonna get a nice bath and wash her hair and just Yeah, get all nice and ready for bed.
0: Wow, I think I... we have plenty for this episode and we're gonna have to talk more this is juicy
1: sure, sure, <laughs> we didn't even yeah. get
0: into like i mean we're just scratching the surface all these little things we didn't even end anything we're just like here, here's a little teaser here and a little teaser there and a little teaser there I think oh I know. our wisdom. okay i hope you have a beautiful night
1: I hope you do too. I really do. I I enjoyed this conversation on so many levels and I can't wait to talk to you again. I know. I can't I can't believe we should have talked like four years ago. Okay. <laughs> it it all happens when it's supposed to, girl. I love it. I love you. Keep I love shining, you too. Girl. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.